Jillian Pensavale. Patrick Hines. Ba-da-da. Girl, girl. Girl, girl, we, you know. <laughs> we, I'm looking over my shoulder for demons at all. I am not. <laughs> Who the hell recommended this piece of shit documentary? <laughs> Before we get to the movie, we have to tell the people, I you know. guys, tickets for our Pride show in NYC are on sale now to everybody. Yes, June 29th. I'm currently workshopping my hot pink lip. You sure, you sure are. Is and it you okay? Are, you're rocking it. The queens are going to yes. love it. Yes. All right. It's, this is like rainbow and glitter. Yeah. Is that, yeah am I yeah, going to yeah. be okay? Exactly. Perfect. You guys, I want to tell you, like, I'm excited for all of our live shows. I'm, like, particularly excited for this one. If you don't know, this show, our live show, is happening on the actual 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. That's big, you We're guys. going to be sitting in a theater talking about this documentary, Stonewall Uprising, like maybe 40 blocks from like where those bitches kicked in the yes. doors to the bar. Like held their cocktails tight. I mean, they're not like they're not going to waste. They're their not cocktails. monsters. <laughs> Priorities. Exactly. They know what's up. But they told the cops, "Hell no. Hell fucking no." So you guys, I want you to come out and celebrate with Jillian and Absolutely. I. It's going to be super gay and fun, and it's I don't know whatever. I'm so 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 excited. I can't even tell you. Yeah, and you know, look, we're going to laugh a lot. Might be might get a little. Emotional. I might cry. I'm not kidding. Like the fact that 600 of you are going to be there to like. So to like talk about this documentary with me on such a special day and anniversary yeah. I'm probably gonna cry but I'm also gonna be a mess in all of the senses right and like we're gonna hang out with you and some of our old friends are coming back Randy Wicker's gonna be there she's hey, everywhere where isn't she I know Marsha P. Johnson will be there Sylvia? Sylvia you guys we're talking about in the movie These a lot of these people are dead they're not coming oh right sorry <laughs> I should have uh, clarified yeah yeah uh, but you never know what drag queens will show up ooh I know I'm just saying you never know interesting um, you guys go to the CS Live page on our website. Get your tickets; they're going really fast. Come be a part of this with us. Yes, please. Um, also, you know, don't forget to check out our Patreon content. We've got the complete episode by episode serial, episode by episode staircase. Yep, and we're diving in head first to the jinx, <laughs> oh you guys. God. Man, that if that is off and running. <laughs> Yikes! <I'm> scared. <laughs> Give me your initial two sentences. It's like the broiest. Yeah, it's true. It's a brotastic voice. Yeah, and not like in really the hot way at all. Thank you. I was so <laughs> nervous. I was really nervous that you were going to think. There's like one shot of him where he looks kind of cute. So his name is Zach Baggins or Zach Baggins? Uh, Zach Baggins, right? Is he related to Bilbo? He's related to Bilbo. Does he live in the Shire? He lives in the Shire. It would be so much better if he was related to he's Bilbo. He's got those big floppy feet with the hair, but you can't hear them because he's magic. I'm going on an adventure. That's him. That's him. <laughs> Um, no, but he's the guy from that show Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. Oh, he'll be the first to tell you. And he'll be, oh, don't, yeah, just, just ask, he'll tell you. And it's basically an hour and a half long episode of that show. Yeah. It's really, really stupid, you guys. It's so... <laughs> I will say, like, towards the end, it does get a little scary, but it's right. pretty much just... Oh, oh, that blurry iPhone shot really scared you? Give me a break. <laughs> You basically just told me to like hold on to my Shirley Temple. And <laughs> I used to love Shirley Temples when I was little. Same. Who didn't? Ugh. I'm Zach Bagans. I'm one of the world's leading researchers on ghosts and demonology. And this film is cursed. 
A story about a demon possession makes international news. Now look at one of the most documented cases of demon possession and exorcism in recent history. The next day over the phone, I buy the house, sight unseen. In my 37 years of police investigation, I've never run into anything like that before. I just got the keys to the demon house. You think it's dangerous for me to be in that house? I wouldn't be there. She had holes in both our wrists, just like little cuts. They called 911. They called 911. They did. There was an unidentifiable voice. I only heard it on the recording. Who in there? Something came back. I don't know if it was that demon, but something came. I put the crucifix on her head. She began convulsing. It was a sick. What just happened? You attacked Jay. If people are making this up, I'm gonna catch him. Why is it spiking? We were just around my house and we see three police cars. This is what it all comes down to. There was a face. It doesn't want me, it wants you. All right, girl. All right, it starts with a, a warning on the screen. Don't worry, I typed it out. <laughs> there was actually a whole bunch of things I hope you typed out in this. I typed all of them, the full text message, the whole thing, all of it. Warning. The following documentary may not be suitable for all audiences. Okay, like that's normal. We've <laughs> yeah, seen that, right? Totally. The film shows real people, places, and events involved in alleged <laughs> demonic possession. <laughs> Demonologists believe that demons can attach themselves to you through other people, objects, and electronic devices. <laughs> then there's a beat, and then that just hangs on the screen for like seemingly 45 seconds. And then it's just like, view at your own risk. <laughs> watching this stupid fake stage Please nonsense. don't drop the devil in my dining room. You know, come for me, bro. <laughs> Which is exactly what they say later. We'll get to it. Take it down a notch, I Zach know. Bagans. Zach Z-A-K, by the way. Z-A-K. And it is Bagans. I was wrong. Because I, I wrote it up phonetically in my notes. I'm one of the world's leading researchers on ghosts and demonology. And this is the case that really fucked me up. The story was huge. It was the next Amityville. And I went all out. I had plenty of resources, equipment, a great crew. I thought I was going to crush this story. But in the end, nothing was as it seemed. This is the case that really fucked me up. (laughs) Okay, bro. Thought I was going to crush this story. I was going to crush this story. In the end, nothing was as it seemed. He talks about how people quit, ended up in the hospital. Yeah, like, had to be fired. So basically, you guys, Swoop's cursed, right? <laughs> okay. And then he's like, it took him it took him three years to make it. Like, girl, welcome to the documentary game. Sometimes it takes a long time, especially when nothing happens and you have to fake it all. You know what I was thinking about this demon house the whole time? And another thing. I know. The thing is, this demon house is 14 feet from its closest neighbor on either side. Yeah. You know, one time I drove out to the Amityville Horror House, it's the same thing. Yeah. The neighbors course. are right there. Yeah. So he says in 2014, he has this nightmare where he sees a 12 foot tall goat man. And the door opens and a 12 foot tall goat figure is standing there. And dark black smoke comes out of its mouth and I'm forced to inhale it. When I woke up, my lungs hurt. And I knew... This was some serious shit that meant something. 
no way around it, guys. It's a goat man. It's a man as a goat man. Yeah. And some poor schlub had to wear that outfit and all those ridiculous <laughs> reenactments of the goat man. You know who it was? It was totally abortion girl. And when she got the job, she called her dad and was like, booked it. Yeah. I'm the goat man. Woo! It was Zach. It was totally Zach. Dude, it's gross my movie. I'm playing the goat man. So then a week later, what timing? <laughs> news breaks that there's a demon possession in Gary, Indiana, and it makes national news. And everyone's calling him. And they're like, bro, did you hear about the fucking demon in Gary, Indiana? And he's Gary, like, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, bro. Like, it's some serious shit. Let me get my camera crew and the travel channel and we'll go cover it. The next day over the phone, I buy the house. Sight unseen. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. That portal to hell house that we've been telling you about in Gary, Indiana, where so many eerie things are said to have happened, has just been sold. And why do you see who's moving in? The new owner is Zach Baggins. Is this the uh, the landlord for the uh, portal to, portal to hell? Yeah, no, 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 I'm uh, yeah, I'm Zach. Yeah, 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 the Travel Channel. Yeah, see, you watch it. Cool. So I'm just gonna buy that portal to hell. Was it like twelve grand? Cool. I also love that like Deborah Norville was on top of this story. Poor Deborah Norville at one point was like a legitimate journalist. Now yeah. she sold her soul to Inside Edition. Yeah. The portal to hell we've been reporting on all week has just been sold. And wait till you see who's moving in. The bro from the Travel Channel. Even, even the news is calling it the portal to hell. It has its own graphic and everything. Zach, of course, goes on a press tour about it. Because what else is she going to do? A week later, I arrived with a film crew. Of course you did, sweetheart. Of course you did. I love that your Zach is one part Zach, one part Leah Remini. Yeah, and there is no middle ground. It's just, it's half and half. The Scientologists are the real demons, you guys. So to me, it makes sense. Oh my God. <laughs> it's hard. It's a very low and deliberate. Everything Please. he says is very deliberate. You got to sacrifice it for the people. We, I know. We, need, we all need this now. It's dark days. It's dark days. Some serious shit. <laughs> You're going to crush this episode. You're going to crush it. It's really fucked me up. <laughs> a woman named Latoya Ammons, along with her young children and her mother, are the family at the center of this haunting. So I have the house, but I don't have Latoya Ammons and her family, who were allegedly possessed in the house. They've moved away to Indianapolis, so we go searching for them. Wait, so you could just move? Tell that to Christina and Father Amort. I what know. do you mean you could just move and it, like, it just stays where it is? Right. Wait a second. Right, exactly. I'm very confused about what But it's also want. just like Zach not taking no for an answer, just like tracks her down to her apartment. I thought that was super inappropriate. Is uh, Latoya... Or Rosa here? Yeah. How are you? Matt. We talked on the phone. Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? How you doing? I thought you looked yeah. <laughs> find We hear that, like, she doesn't want to talk to him because he's been in the house and she's afraid that the demons are attached to him right. and they can get to her. So after it's clear that Latoya is not going to talk to Zach with a K, Latoya's brother's like, but sure, bro, I'll do an interview. What, what did you notice first? I was told not to even go in the house. It was a really affecting the kids and my sister the most you know and they're really the youngest my younger my nephew they it was really 
really letting him have it. So he explains throughout these incredibly cheesy, ridiculous reenactments you guys, with actors. It's, these reenactments are unbelievably bad. And they're so bad and so ridiculous. And at one point, there's like a reenactment. So like they apparently got the youngest boy like really got it the worst. Yeah. And the youngest boy was attacking Kevin's car. Yeah. And at one point, the reenactment has the boy in a super low demon voice going, fuck your old ass car, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your old ass car, bitch. Oh my god. You need to turn on those closed captions. You fuck your old ass car, bitch. And in the reenactment, the kid is super mad about it because I guess the demon's mad about it. But like, demons care about cars all of a sudden. I know. And, like, and then so, they're like being slammed around by the demon. But I'm like, maybe those kids, like, don't kids like kick the back of car seats all the time? Yes, they're just They do it on planes. Kids. God knows they do it on planes. Where's the bell? I thought the top of my water bottle was the bell. I just. So the kid, the younger kid, has gotten it so badly that they have to take him to the hospital. Yeah, and this is where we meet Father Mike. So here's the thing. The priest, the police chief, the CPS, the Child Protective Services person, and the doctors and nurses all, all maintain that the following happened. It's in police reports. It's in medical records. Apparently, the youngest <laughs> you guys, kid, it's so stupid. The youngest kid was like, "I've been here long enough. I've come to kill, and I'm going to kill now." And everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And then he starts growling because they all growl. <laughs> he headbutted his grandmother, which is like, "Wow!" So then, this all leads up to the fact that he apparently, according to the police chief, the CPS worker, cops, nurses, doctors, he started walking up the wall and then upside down on the ceiling, backwards. He went up the wall, real what did you do when that happened? I left. The- so there's the CPS worker right there admitting to the police that's filming this that mm-hmm. she did witness this boy mm-hmm. walking backwards up the wall. Who else was in the room when that happened? The psychologist. The psychologist was there he was too. There. He had just examined. Okay. Um, what did the psychologist say? He left the room too. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. This didn't fucking happen. No, and I gave it a goog, and I looked some shit up. I can't help myself when there are things like this, know. you know. Um, and apparently, like in some of the documentation, it says like like while he was hanging on to his grandmother, he was walking on. So like, yeah. there's some documentation that he was like using her like to climb onto things. Yeah, totally. But anyway, so Valerie, the CPS person, bails. <laughs> there's a Valerie-shaped hole in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Which at the same time it's like, but isn't it your responsibility to make sure that these children are okay? I know. Like She's I know like, that must fuck be scary. That, She's like, I'm fuck that well being. What about my well being? I'm gone. And if, if that actually happened and I saw that, there'd probably be a me shaped hole. Totally. And the the thing is though, like I kept going back like before I saw it and when I was like reading up on it, I was like, Oh what like for all of those people to say it for the doctors to to say like he was doing all this crazy shit in the hospital. But room we don't and, like, see the only person who right. was there that we ever actually hear from is the CPS worker. Valerie. This home video was shot by police doing a wellness check on the Ammons one week after the incident at the hospital. This is the first time the Ammons have been back to their home since then. Is everything pretty much intact the way you guys left it? So now we meet Charles Austin. I kind of love this guy. He's like the police chief. Yes. Not really here for your shit. No, has a lot of conclusions that he's come to. Um, so he shows up after what they, they call it a wellness call. So it's like a yeah. week after the tantrum possession, whatever you want to call it. Everyone who was there the first time yes. comes back. The priest, the cops, <laughs> not Valerie, a new CPS person. Um, so Charles Austin walks in. He's like, whoa. <laughs> 
he was super freaked out. So was his partner. They see crucifixes, Bibles, candles, yeah. the whole thing. Each and, one of those items separately is fine. Put them all fucking together. In a sp- <laughs> super teeny <laughs> tiny house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah in the totally. middle of the day. Like, what I is know. Why are you I doing know. that? Like, organized? It's weird. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, let's just go down to the basement. The basement <laughs> is where it all goes down, everybody. And it, it was a table with a crucifix, a Bible, and a candle, which had been lit. We stayed down here for about 15 minutes. And he was videotaping, and I was taking my iPhone, and I was taking pictures and whatever. And I, I said, it's time for me to leave. I've had enough. And then he notices that the basement floor is all concrete, except for under the stairs. I don't know that much about construction, but why would somebody concrete a whole basement and leave dirt under the stairs? I say, that don't make sense. And as I looked closer, I saw a foil pan with a candle. Don't make sense. Don't make common sense. He jumps. He goes to a hundred real fast. Hundred. He's like, maybe there was an an altar there. And then even Zach's like, I'll go to right to a hundred with you, girl. Is it possible this discovery is the remnants of a ritual, one capable of conjuring something terrifying? I don't know, man. <laughs> so now all these police officers are telling stories about how they noticed like things would be moved and they didn't move them or doors would be opening by themselves. And then they're like, there was an unusual voice heard on the audio. And we hear it. I'm surprised the fire department hasn't been here. It sounds like haze to me. I'm surprised. And it's just this super faked, like, hey. Right. Hey. (laughs) Hey, girl. Like, it was so, I'm like, this is. I know. But it's like, are all of these cops lying? I go, They're all actually cops. Like, they're not actors. They're not. I know. And then Charles Austin, the police guy, it was just like, I pulled over to a gas station and my radio went berserk and I heard, who is that? Coming from the radio. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the AM, FM radio in my car changed and went to stay. And it said, who in there? But this guy's the police chief. I know. That's like, is he going to make it? Would he make that up? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And now Charles, this is one of Charles's many conclusions. He's like, after everything I've seen and ever, I've come to the conclusion that this thing physically preys on the women and children because they're weak, but gets to the much stronger men <laughs> through electronics. <laughs> okay, Charles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a little... He's, I know, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. But like, well, and like, of yeah. course, children are weaker. I get it. But totally. it was just like, you know, the women and children, the weak ones, we just right. get manhandled. <laughs> but like the smart, strong men, they, they get sucked in through technology. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's on their phone all the time. Men, women, and children. I don't want to hear it. like they're taking it really seriously father mike is back father mike is doing a goddamn exorcism in the goddamn house and at the same time the police led by austin are down digging under the stairs they think it's a great time they're like calling on men all and these three cops are going downstairs that's not a good idea (laughs) use your common sense you're invoking men all and now you're downstairs Digging through like his ritual spot with the like, tinfoil. I know. And so you guys, they dig four feet down. Yeah. They find like a pair of women's underwear. <laughs> yeah. A comb. Thank you for not using the word. They no, use. I wasn't going to. I wrote <laughs> it out you. in my word in, in my thing. I wrote women's underwear. Like a press on nail. Which Zach thinks is crazy. <laughs> Zach's like, oh, what? And he found a nail, a fingernail, a clip on nail. I think it was pink in color. 
A nail. Right, right, right. A fingernail, a clip on there. Zach also is in a dark basement. They need to have like the fancy light because it's so dark. Zach has his fucking goddamn sunglasses on. It's Michael Peterson in the pipe all over again. (laughs) Take those glasses off. Take them off. You're in a basement. And it's dark. Also dug up that day a comb, two children's socks, a heavy bar, and a red tin. So who buried these objects under the stairs, and why? Nobody put it there. It's garbage. Yeah, like I have in my notes. I don't know, man. Sometimes weird shit ends up in a basement. <laughs> so now there's this thing of okay. oil on the blinds, Guys, right? Or yes. this oily substance, and there's police photos of it. There's this one really earnest cop that tells us this story. Yeah. We went in the center bedroom on the first floor in the blinds were dripping oil. And Zach, they weren't dripping from the top, as you would expect. They were dripping from the middle of the blinds. So they cleaned the blinds yeah. and sealed the room and put a Q-tip in the door to make sure that no one would come in. Right. So they want they want to like they want to clean the blinds and then see if the oil comes back. Right. And see if it's like the mom or the grandmother or right. one of the kids yeah. like messing with them. So they come back only after 40 minutes. I thought they were going <laughs> to leave like for the night. But my other thing was like if it was only 40 minutes, can't you just stand in front of the door to be and certain? Because the thing is demons work in mysterious ways. They're not going <laughs> to show themselves if they know you're looking. <laughs> I guess that's true. And then we came back about 40 minutes later after Father Maginot had blessed the house and the Q-tip was still in the door. We went in and the blinds were dripping oil again. Lieutenant Grushka actually went outside uh, and we shined flashlights on the outside of the windows to see if it was coming in from the outside or from the ceiling. And we could never determine the source, Zach. So there, they also, there's a new CPS worker because Miss Washington was not fucking coming back to that house. Right. And we never hear from the CPS agent. Her face is blurred out. Yeah. We never hear from her. But she like rubbed her hand in the oil and then all of a sudden her hand went dead. It turned like white. And when she touched the fluid... Her whole half of our hand changed like all the blood had been drawn out of it. It went white. White. It was just completely white. They show a picture of it. It just looks like a normal hand. It looks like it looks like a normal hand. I felt so crazy watching this because I was like, I don't hear what they're telling me to hear. I don't see I what they're telling me to see. <laughs> that just looks like it. I know my hands are super white and pale, but I'm like, I, I remember looking down at my hand being like, I don't. And the, the, this is when that, that really earnest cop was like. I went on the investigation, like I said, at the very beginning, thinking that it was a hoax. Um, the more investigation we did, I believe that that there was there's something there. There's just too many people that I know who are truthful people uh, that saw things that some of them, which I saw um, to discount everything. So then this lady who used to live in the house drives by and I guess they get her to come inside for a tour. The well, best right po- on cue. Right. She just happens to drive by. Totally. So Zach could be like, and then with my own investigation, she got, got crazy. crazy. <laughs> So she comes in, and the filmmaker, she's got her kids with her. Her kids are like teenage girls. They're not yeah. like little little kids. Exactly. So they go in, and she's just like walking around. This house is filthy. This house it's, is yeah. Somebody clean this goddamn house. I know. So get the, handy, you guys. Get handy, yes. They're not even a sponsor this week. Please, for the love of Marsha and Sylvia. My God. It's just horrendous. So they go down into the basement. The mother is like leading the way. I didn't come in the basement. This is my actually first time being in the basement. And all of a sudden, the mother like falls over and yells at her kid. She's like, don't kick me. I never came to the basement. I'm from. Danny, kick me. <laughs> yes, you did. Don't kick me. 
So they play this tape back. They've like lightened up the scene so we can see it. Upon reviewing the video with greater brightness, you can see her leg buckle. But nobody kicked her. I never kicked her. I'm wrong. The demon kicked her. This bitch kicked her. This bitch kicked her. Or she just lost her balance. Yeah. Zach is still wearing sunglasses. I can't. <laughs> can't. And so now, like, th- like her son is there, too, which we didn't see for the yeah. first 10 minutes of this yeah. conversation. And he's like, um, I'm really scared. Like, yeah. he just admits, like, this is scary, which would be totally. for a kid talking about this stuff. And then Zach's, like, not so humble bragging. And he's like, it happened to me, man. Like, I've been possessed before. It's scarier than watching it on TV. Please, they can so. get inside of you and stuff and do all kinds of weird stuff. They can make you sick and that ain't fun. It's happened to me. Who helped you, like, get that stuff out of you? A priest. Oh. And I'm like, Zach! <laughs> Stop! He loves that he's been possessed. He I know. loves that he's, like, <laughs> friends with a couple demons. He there's loves sources. It. Yeah. Then, not to be outdone by the previous scene, there's more of that, that, like, magical sounds that we hear on the tape. Mika's microphone has just picked up a mysterious electronic voice phenomena. It sounds like, run, Latoya. Okay. Run, Latoya is what. Run, Latoya. The sing-songy. <laughs> I hear you're gonna die of AIDS. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's a Hell House callback, you guys. Yeah, yeah. And now Latoya is the stepmom of the boy who ran up the wall. Yes. That's who that is. Yeah. So now, like, that's, we're still, the demon is, like, fixated on Latoya. Exactly. And it's like, go find her. She's in Indianapolis. I thought, like, <laughs> oh, so you could just move? After Mika and her kids leave, we set up this religious altar in the living room. Moments later, something I can't explain overcomes me. This moment is only captured on the surveillance camera. Okay, this is the beginning. This is some shit I... <laughs> It made me so mad. And I'm like, why am I getting mad? This is ridiculous. It's so stupid. Tell me everything. So there's footage from the house, right? They have these like surveillance cameras set up on the inside of the house because no one's living there anymore. Right. Because Zach owns it. Because it's fucking filthy. It's It's a pigsty. And of course, a bunch of stupid boys are in there now. They're not going to clean it. You know that bathroom is even worse than the disgraced bathroom. Which, by the way, we learned via our Facebook group that all that black stuff was dusting for prints. Oh, that's (laughs) (laughs) right. We were just like, girl, that's so awful. <laughs> Granted, it was probably pretty bad, but we were like, why did they just put black Sharpie all over that's the walls? That's what I thought it was. Totally. And you like, know what it is? It's the, the epitome of like a boy's shared bathroom. Oh, is 100%. That like, is that toilet roll with no paper on it, but just that little strand of paper. And then a full toilet roll just placed somewhere. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, thankfully, our listeners, like on one of our listeners was just like, um, hey girls, not to be, not totally not to be a dick, but just so you know, that's them dusting for so with these this these surveillance cameras right here's the thing so right now there's no audio right okay remember that remember that (laughs) That, you hit that really hard i hit it really hard it hurt and it's worth it okay that's how what i feel there's no audio in in these surveillance cameras okay so suddenly zach's like super aggressive yeah and he like lunges at one of the camera guys and i'm like first of all how like 
it's so much easier to fake something like that when you don't have the fake overacting audio totally, to deal with. Totally, totally, totally. So he like is aggressive and you could tell it's like, bro, 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 yeah, bro, what? Yeah, come for me, yeah. bro, bro. <laughs> but you guys, I'm going to come for this for the audio later. Yeah. Stay tuned. Preemptive. Dang. I, I was so <laughs> mad. Anyway. Okay. We get an interview now with CPS worker. Um, Valerie Washington. The one who left because she was like, I am Because she apparently watched this boy like slow climb up the wall. Up the wall and the then ceiling. upside down Girl, onto the ceiling. Girl, no, you didn't. She looks great. She ran a comb through her hair. We really appreciate it. Yeah, she's Skyping. Zach finally doesn't have the sunglasses on for the first time ever. <laughs> and she's basically just saying like, she never comes out and says like, yes, I watched him walk, get vertical and walk it's up the true. wall. It's true. She never says that. She's just saying that like he was demonstrating like abilities that a regular nine-year-old boy wouldn't have. I believe that it was something going on there that was out of the realm of a normal living person something was going on i can't even explain it but it was so bad whatever it was she had to move and put herself in therapy but also like i think that she is just a woman she explains how hard her job is like she deals with abused kids all the time and i think whatever happened was just the last straw yeah and you know. I, honestly, I'd be in therapy too. I know. I'm not judging that at all. But like, how convenient is it that Zach can just be like, "This thing was so scary that she had to quit. That she never looked back." No, girl. Yeah. Like she was at the end of her rope with her job. She has a really fucking awful job. Right. So now we go through like all the horrible things that have happened to people who've stepped foot in that house. I have so much to say about this. So, and Valerie's like, like, look it up, girl. Give it a goog. Like, bad yeah. shit happens. I have witnessed. That anyone that has ever went to that home, the effects that they had after they continuously went to that home, the things that happened to them, I do not like talking about it because of it, it to me, if you feed it as if you're scared, it will bother you. Here's what has happened. Yeah. So Valerie just like has like mental anguish about it. Fair. Yeah. The new CPS, her replacement. Yeah. Here are the things that have happened to her. I'm going to call bullshit on this whole thing, but you go right ahead. Within 30 days. Yeah. Don't say that like I am saying it. I'm just repeating what I was told. You go right ahead. You put that away. Don't give me that Was that shit. our first fight? That was our first on-air fight. <laughs> our first on-air fight. <laughs> um, within 30 days, this woman who is... <laughs> very active <laughs> she has the most amazing outdoor life you've ever heard of hopefully not anymore girl <laughs> sit quietly and don't get hurt three broken ribs from you guys i'm not laughing at her injury i'm not it's just this list is it's so a- ridiculous it's just so within 30 <laughs> so within 30 days three <laughs> three broken ribs from jet skiing <laughs> then you guys just keep in mind within 30 days. So she I know. gets the broken ribs first. And then allegedly <laughs> gets, gets third degree burns from a motorcycle accident. Are we to believe that her ribs miraculously healed in two days and that she got on a motorcycle? Listen, it gets you guys, it gets it gets even better than this. Then broken ribs ready third degree burns then a broken hand when she hit a table whatever that means and then so broken ribs third degree burns broken hand and then she broke her ankle running so this is what i said you're gonna tell me that she is out running with a broken ribs a broken Take a sip of water during this. 
She's in a full body cast. Running. She's running a marathon in a fucking <laughs> wheelchair. If she is not looking up for falling pianos, she's I a mean, fucking idiot. I mean, I there know. are black cats running in front of her wherever she goes. There's no way this is not real. Yeah. This really, isn't real. That really hurt my throat. I'm laughing and choking on that water like that. Within can 30 you, days. Can you just imagine that day that she decides to put on those running shoes? She's hobbling over to where they are. She's wrapped up, broken ribs, broken ankle. And third degree burns. I know. I cannot. So then, you guys, this is just the beginning. The home inspector, a tree nearly fell in his car. And my notes say, like, the devil's really going to miss. Come on. Nearly. Zach, you're reaching, girl. (laughs) You're reaching. He was choked by an unknown force. So he has sleep apnea. (laughs) Because he was choked by an unknown force while sleeping. And then he got cancer, which is, like, just horrible. Which is so, like, don't exploit this guy's cancer. I know. I know. I know. And Charles the cop ended up in the hospital too why because he's a cop and he like (laughs) was shot during a home invasion which tragic but happens all All the the time time. and he slipped on ice coming out of a restaurant in gary indiana he did a somersault and fell on his head (laughs) his words not mine so okay this is dark like that woman Mika who went into the house with her kids she calls zach we can't really understand the voicemail but basically her daughter tried to kill herself yeah with an with an od and then she also stabbed herself yeah um and it was just two days after they left the house the thing is we get an interview with mika in a few minutes mm-hmm. and i find her to be very very believable yeah. i like her very much yes but first uh zach with a k takes erica the daughter to see father mike who apparently is like the local exorcist right and this whole story makes one of the crew members quit on the spot nope yeah. nope 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 walks <laughs> walks out in the middle of this story happening nope totally. nope 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 I'm out but like what's really kind of scary about this is that is that Zach takes Erica into another room mm-hmm. to like talk to her about what happened and she literally literally has no memory do you remember uh going in that house remember when you went in with me and your mom like a month ago Do you remember when you went inside the house with me? She's looking at him like, girl, what are you talking about? She's looking at, she's not responding. She's I know. looking at him like, who are you? No and idea. it's real. Like, she does not know what he's talking about. Yeah, and she says she's like, part of me where I was like, are we sure that that's the same person? Because in the in yeah. the shot in the house, she's got a hood on and she oh. her hair is different. Like now she has braids and in the house she didn't. That's something you can do in three weeks. I just wasn't positive it was the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like they go and sit in the church and the priest does the lamest, most boring exorcism ever ever yeah at one point erica like puts her head down for a second and the, and the priest is like demon be gone it's gone yeah and even father mike after she like slumps over he's like i think it's gone i don't know <laughs> it looks pretty gone so it seemed like that might have been you know the moment of okay. what the moment that it it might have left her left her okay so it seemed like it okay. you know she is you know so i don't know if that's what she does she doesn't remember that and also, her cousin tells Zach that Erica had holes on her wrist because she tried to stab herself. And Zach is like, stigmata! <laughs> Zach. So this is where, we, this is where we, we see Mika, the mom. Yeah. And she tells this, like, really believable story. Another weird thing that happened when we was at the hospital, and I'm not making this up on everything I love. My daughter was laying in the bed. Down where Erica got up, it was a six, like, engraved in our back. 
so my daughter was like what? a six, like a number six. Was engraved in whose back? It was in my Erica's back. And this mom seems legit to me. Like she seems really credible. I know that doesn't mean anything, yeah. but all right, we're going to go through this quickly. Zach takes this guy, this like nerdy ghostbuster, old man. Dr. Barry Taff. To the house with his like ghostbuster tools. He's a doctor of psychophysiology with a minor in biomedical engineering who's conducted over 4,500 investigations. Where do people find the time to do thousands and thousands and thousands? What? That's I not know. the first time we've heard, and I've conducted 53,000 exorcisms. Like, what are you I talking know, about? I know, I know. I invite Dr. Barry Taff to help me try to decide if high levels of man-made electromagnetic or earth-made geomagnetic energy could be causing false positive paranormal events inside the house. So this guy has like these credits when you hear like doctor of psychophysiology, like, wow. Uh-huh. Google Dr. Barry Taff and go to his website. He's an alien conspiracy theorist. No! His website is horrible. What, it's just like so what? cheesy. It's just like a, a badly run. No way. He's kind of a crank. Dr. Taff, what is the geomagnetometer? What are we going to measure for here? Are these natural geomagnetic levels? We measured the Earth's magnetic field from Earth. Okay. Can we talk about the dog barks that he does four times? <laughs> yes, so after Zach is like, hey, man, it's too much, it's too much, bro, and like has to like remove himself, and Barry, Dr. Barry goes, is that a, wait, did you hear that? Is that a dog? I he know. hears dog barking. You guys, they're all like, what? <laughs> and it's like in, Ma- in Magic, like where they didn't know the name Magic, the Gathering oh, yeah. Hell House, where they're like, a dog? A what? No, a dog. A what? No, a dog. <laughs> they say it 11 times. Apparently there are no dogs. Barry does an impression of what he heard. He goes, well, I heard a roof. And then he does it again. And he's like, yeah, no, I heard a oof. And then he does it again. And he goes, I heard a roof. And then he does it a fourth time. And he goes, you know, like a oof. He just keeps walking around the basement. Then I just heard a oh. You heard it here in flight service. Like a rare oh. You didn't hear that? It was like a roof. It was like a roof. It was like a oh. He changes the sound every time. I was like, leave the dogs out of this. Leave them out. All right. Now we're upstairs. And one of the cam- – like this this weird thing where they're like walking through the house. And they're like going from one room to another. And the cameraman is following them. And because then- Dr. Barry's like confused. Like something has taken over him. And he's yeah. like walking around in a daze oh, or whatever. Oh, it's so annoying. Who fucking cares? Yeah. So, they're, so we – like they slow the, fr- the camera down as we see this like black thing like puff out of the wall or something. Right. The black anomaly appears in seven frames, which means that when played at regular speed, the anomaly manifests in a fraction of a second. As Dr. Taff walks back, he places his hand in the exact spot where the black mass just manifested off the wall, at which time he immediately becomes affected again. Oh, it's really bad in there. It's, uh, they're saying it's some supernatural force that like like jumped out of the wall just as Dr. Taft was looking in and as the cameraman was going by. Right. So they take it to this guy who was allegedly a video engineer for NASA for 32 years. Oh my years. God, this guy. They slow it down. It looks like a gigantic peen. It, it looks like a peen. It looks totally Is like a peen. Is that the broest troll you've ever heard? <laughs> like, you know Zach's like, <laughs> they think it's a spirit, but it's totally a peen. <laughs> it's like a shadow of a peen. Right, exactly. But I think if they make it look like, like, the, like the peen smoke goes into this cameraman. Right, so the, the NASA guy's like, you know, maybe it went into the cameraman. You know, like, did the camera guy have any problems after the shoot? And Zach's like, as a matter of fact, the cameraman did have problems. <laughs> a little while later, he suddenly had to lie down 
He then begins acting very strange, like he's confused. No one sees him wander off into the basement alone. And this was so fake, too. They're like, nobody noticed that he sneaked off down to the basement. Again, and he literally does like what you would like. <laughs> like an old cartoon like in the 40s. Like if you were in fourth grade and your teacher was like, now pretend like you're sneaking away. Yes. Exactly what you would do. And he has to basically bump in because he's trying to get through right. a doorway. He basically bumps into the other guy. You guys, again, this is the surveillance footage with no audio. Exactly. It has no audio this time. Just wait. Yeah. Also, do you not have a buddy system? I know. Wait, you're in a you're in a fucking demon you're house. You're in a demon house. Don't you need to be like calling out your numbers every 30 seconds? <laughs> One, two, three, four, right? Isn't that what yeah. the buddy system is? 100 percent You would like you should be doing head counts every five seconds. Zach does not seem like he runs a tight production ship. As we return to the hotel, that same cameraman, Adam, starts vomiting blood in my bathroom. He then leaves my room and begins screaming my name in a strange voice. So, again, no footage of this, but camera guy Adam starts throwing up blood. No footage. Throwing up blood in the bathroom of the filmmaker. No footage. No footage. No footage. And he went to the Dr. Amorth School of Filmmaking. Yeah, and screaming Zach's name in a weird voice. No footage. No footage. They only start rolling when they can't find Adam. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> so they're, they're in the hotel hallway, like in their socks. Yes, I know. Suddenly? I know, I know. This is actually terrifying. Camera guy Adam, who looks like he should be in Limp Bizkit, <laughs> runs out of the room. Yeah. Like he's had 11 vodka Red Bulls. Come for you, fucker! Whatever is affecting him, he's taunting it to do more. And like, he is so aggro, it's unreal. He's like, let's go! What's yeah, up? Yeah, I want to yeah. go back to the house right now. And yeah. I'm like, dude. And these guys are filming him on their camera phones like a scene out of Black Fucking Mirror. Yes. And they're, I'm waiting for him to like order a vodka Red Bull. And she's like, fuck that shit. You're a little bitch. You're a little bitch. And I'm like, oh my God. Also, is nobody else on the floor? Would you not have called down to the front desk immediately? No. So now two flights up. Oh God, this is so boring. Dr. Barry is also experiencing strange things that we don't have the footage for. Yeah. He's anxious and irritable. He hears a loud bell. There's a demon <laughs> bell. Total demon bell. He jumps and falls out of bed and is bleeding from his ears. No footage. No footage. No photos. No nothing. So meanwhile, we're back in the room with Adam. Oh, God. Talking to go. all the bros. And he's explaining what happens, right? Yeah. And he's like, bro, I bro, I don't want the camera on me, bro. You guys, can you... Just cut the cameras, man. Seriously. Fucking. And so then they like secretly film him from under the table. Exactly. And he basically explains that this demon is a little bitch, <laughs> and but is super scary at the same time and wants Zach. Did you hear me call for Zach? Like, yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. This it guy. Yo, yo, it doesn't. It doesn't want me. Wants him? Yeah, it wants you. And then this whole, all this ridiculous shit happens where all of a sudden he's like, something's touching my hand, something's touching my hand. And then the guys come over and they're like, oh my God, it's freezing. There's a force field of freezing air around him. Which is like everyone since the age of six has known like I know. ghosts mean cold. Exactly. That's like the, uh, like the oldest trick in the book. I know. So then Adam has like yet another vodka Red Bull because then he's like, do something better, bitch. Whoa, whoa. He has a field around him. Come over here. I felt it on my arm. You're a fucking here. bitch. Do something better than that. Do something better than that, you fucking bitch. Feel around him. That just made my arm hair fucking stand up. Do something better than that. Because now this is the goat man talking to Zach exactly. through Adam. Who cares? <laughs> so 
out there's like then a spooky like supposed to be spooky like fast zoom down the hotel hallway to the guy dressed as like the, the actor they paid to exactly. be dressed as the goat man <laughs> so i'm like wait so there was like all that costume was there while adam was yelling about it like that's just so like i, I, I just went into like production mode i thought the same thing i was like wait did they go back and pay to film there later like i know i had the same thought do they travel with the ghost man outfit <laughs> is it zach i don't know so adam has to be fired he's be, he's acting so crazy that he has to be fired right and now dr barry here's another thing back to that 30 day injury yeah. parade oh yeah. oh yeah dr barry is now in the hospital because all of his organs are simultaneously failing <laughs> we get to the hospital she looks great she looks better than she did down in the basement if your organs are all failing at the same time you look at, at the very least a little pale all my organs started shutting down my prostate massive infection my kidneys, my liver, my bladder was infected. And my whole body was failing. Doesn't she look like totally <laughs> She looks fine? fine and she's talking fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> Barry's just like, you know, it's a little weird to have all your organs fail at the same time. <laughs> but uh, it's got to be the demon. I mean, I don't really know. Is there more jello here? Like what? And like, is it even a real hospital? It's a very tight shot. I know. That's a, a God. I'm just saying. Uh. And also, what is to stop Adam from just showing up if he's so possessed? I know. The demon's like, oh, I'm fired. Okay, got it. <laughs> like, if he's, you know what I mean? The demon totally respects, I was fired. I have to look elsewhere for employment. Like, what? It just doesn't make any sense. So now, Zach, Ugh. in just peak drama queen... I know this sounds stupid, but I'm going to board up the house, seal it shut, and stay in there overnight by myself. With the effects of the house seeming to take down members of my crew now, I decide to accelerate the situation by boarding myself up in the house, sealed up, alone, overnight, and let whatever may be haunting it take its best shot at me. I'm sorry. I don't care what house this is. It is the scariest thing in the world. They are all of the windows are plywooded with drills. Yeah. They and then he like gets the cop, our friend, the cop that like tripped him over himself and got into a coma or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Charles is like, call me. Yeah. If there's something you can't get out of, you call me and I will call the fire department and we will come <laughs> and rescue you. And then there's this slow like that freeze and zoom thing they do on the very last thing of Zach looking out the front door and the plywood being drilled. <laughs> My my first thought when he was like when they we start seeing the video footage of him alone in that house I was like girl turn on the Golden Girls and clean that house up that's what I did when I was in that haunted hotel in Salem I, I, Mike and yes, I put on the right. Golden Girls and slept the lights on how do you not like I don't understand how every instinct in your body isn't clean this house up. I don't understand why now you guys remember those surveillance cameras yeah. I was talking about yeah. where we saw the guy not being able to sneak and, and Adam getting really aggr- and Zach getting really aggressive. Now, suddenly we fucking have audio. Yeah. We can hear Zach taking his jacket off. Yep. Why didn't we hear him fighting before? Totally. It makes me furious. <laughs> it makes me so mad. The thing is, like, this footage is scary. Like, Ugh. he's alone in a boarded-up house. Like, he can't see out. Nobody can see in. That's the only scary thing about it. That, like, the idea of being boarded out and you can't... Boarded in and you can't get out. Like, yeah. that's scary. But other than that, it's like, whatever. So then he hears, like, a female voice in the kitchen. Apparently saying, that's my baby, but I didn't hear it. Hey, sir. I heard a female 
female voice in the kitchen. And then this is crazy. He's on the bed in the bedroom and he hears some shit. There's like this low groan and Zach jumps back on the bed. And he's screaming, he's screaming, get away from me. Back the fuck up. And I'm like, you're in the goat's house now, bitch. Get away from me. Get away. Back the fuck up. And of course, of course, of course, he puts the camera down and it's blurry and out of focus and we can't see a goddamn thing. So weirdly, the surveillance cameras were in a way where they could see everything else, but just not this little pocket of allegedly whatever he saw. How convenient. Right, because we get the on-screen text saying that he saw like another puff of black smoke. Yeah, more on-screen text. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Exactly. So then, more on-screen text. After I witness what appears to be a dark mass that comes out of the wall, excruciating pain begins emanating from the backs of my eyes yeah and then like there's this horrible music and zach's like ah my eyes <laughs> he so, has a thing called di- diplopia diplopia which is a serious eye condition where he just sees double all the time this happened overnight in this house and now he sees double all the time he sees apparently according to him and doctors cannot determine the source of it of course and he, surgery runs the risk of complete blindness so now he's just gonna wear these prism glasses all the time to which i said girl that just means they make you see rainbows yeah prism glasses must make you see rainbows i mean Um, we find out that Adam refuses to speak to him or about the house. And, like, apparently Adam's gone crazy. He has a 666 tattooed on his hand. Yeah, and there's a super... Go- he's, like, in a goth band, probably. But it's, like, if you... I looked him up. You can find him on Instagram. He seems like a great guy. He literally... His, like, Instagram bio says trans rights or human rights. That's great. Yeah. That's truly excellent. Yes. I mean it. <laughs> I was I like, know, like, where's the butt? No, there's a, and there's just they show a picture of him like really gothy and some goth girl is going down on him, which I yeah. thought was a little much. And he's like making movies and shit. Like he's parlaying this into like a directing career. He's fine, you guys. Adam is fine. Yeah, Barry quote still has health issues. I guess that's what happens when all your organs fail simultaneously. <laughs> but he's fine. He's up. He's updating that website of his. So he's doing just fine. And then it ends with what's his name, Bro Zach, like ha- like getting a tractor and like knocking the house down with this is angelic- that called a tractor it's a machine it's a truck machine it's a truck machine with a claw yeah you guys whatever yeah, yeah, those the claw are, thing the claw machine we're both doing claw <laughs> movements with our hands right is that now. called a tractor i honestly don't know what that's I called i think it's a tractor a tra- i know a tractor isn't a tractor trailer one of the really really big like 18 wheelers that you see on the that highway? is yeah and i know a, a steamroller has that big the big um, rolling thing. sheet this thing. is why the live shows are going to be so funny because <laughs> we're just we're doing we're very animated anyway it's one of those big machines that like boys were playing with within the sandbox when I was playing with dolls. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so angelic music is playing as Zach is knocking. He, Zach just wants all the credit in the world yes. for knocking down this demon house. Totally. Because it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, Zach, he wants all the hero bells. I'm not going to give it to him. No, fuck that, Zach. I'm not giving it to you, Zach. I know you want it, girl. I know you're a listener. <laughs> Oh, girl, we did it. Oh, we got God. the demon house. We got through it. I um, hated it. I, I know. Hated I hated it. it, too. You guys, don't forget, tickets for our Pride Show are on sale. They're going fast. Come celebrate the 50th anniversary Yay. of Stonewall on the actual day it happened. I'm not going to stop yes, saying it. I know. Come hang. We'll have the best time. It's going to be glittery and gay and fun and fabulous. It's going to be the best. Awesome. Um, don't forget to check out our Patreon, where you can get our staircase coverage, our serial coverage, our jinx coverage. Oh, my God. All the fun stuff. So much fun. Girl, what are we doing next? We're doing Killer Legends. Yes. I've never seen this. I never have either, 
but it's from the Cropsy people. It's you the Cropsy people. Great. Um, we're very excited about yes. that. Girl, where can they find us? At truecrimeobsessed.com. That's where you get the promo codes and the Patreon hookup and see us live and all that cool stuff. Yep. And at True Crime Obsessed on the Twitter, which we love. Don't forget to join our, our Facebook group. It's the uh, yes. official, what is it? Girl, it's True Crime Obsessed Podcast Discussion Group. I'm in there every five minutes. Every five seconds. Uh, where can they find you, girl? At Jillian with a G on everything. I'm at Patrick Hines on the Twitter, at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. So you guys stay tuned for uh, the preview for Killer Legends and yes. our hilarious outtakes. Damn, 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 and then damn. our palate cleanser. Yes. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Every town has its legends. Every neighborhood has its boogeyman. A killer with a hook for a hand. The drifter who snatches children. The witch who lives in the woods. Why are you here tonight? You hear stories. You just want to see what it's about, I guess. What do you guys expect to find out here? People who died here are supposed to be the ghosts. Do you believe that they're devil worshippers? Oh, yeah, I here? do. Mm-hmm. I do. Do you think every urban legend has truth behind it? Yes, I think you have to have some form of, like, truth to gonna go off of. A truth that is often more terrifying than any fiction. An old legend that actually happened this time. Many more cases of contaminated treats. I know she suffered a lot. He pulled a knife and tied me up with electrical tape. It almost destroyed you to see something like that. A random crazy man, lunatic. Taking a scary story and literally making it true. Today they found the bodies of at least three young boys buried under his house. For Rachel and I, this is an attempt to uncover the truth behind our urban legends. Oh my God, that's the cord around her neck. As we pull back the curtain on what it is we all fear. Do you believe that really happened? Yeah, and she was holding on like for dear life to the fans. People had theories and all kinds of rumors had been bouncing around. So many people believed the fiction and the fiction became reality. Legends last for a long time. Look at that line, son of a Mm -hmm. bitch. You don't trust nobody, can't. Because urban legends, as scary as they may be, are really just warnings for something much more dangerous. The reality that may have started it all. No, bitch, I own the fucking house. Yeah, and don't don't call me and threaten me, bro. No, don't, bro. Right. No, bro. No. They don't want to talk to him because that feels so weird to it's say. It's weird, like, right? <laughs> no, girl. No, they girl. don't want to. Oh, that felt better. Yeah. No, Ooh. girl. How do you even went <laughs> up in your <laughs> register? <laughs> I just have every interview is so dark and Zach has his sunglasses on. I can't. <laughs> Take your sunglasses off. <laughs> we like, learned oh, so much shit. in our Facebook group. Did you, did we learned who Jesus' bride was. I, the church. All of them. Oh, all of, or the it's church. all of the ladies. Right. It's Jesus' bride. Cool. <laughs> It's like when Father Amort was like, enough. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, okay. Demon's like, all right, girl. Yeah, later. Fine. You know, on second thought, happy hour in hell somewhere. Gotta go, Ooh, girl. Yeah. Two for one Cosmos. I'll I'm see you later. Yeah. I'll see you later, Christine. And then he came back. Totally. I mean, I, I call the front desk a tattle. Like, if the, if I can hear the person breathing in the next room. Are you a tattler in a hotel? When we were at CrimeCon and I heard you, like, coughing once, I was like, well, that's, this isn't going to This isn't gonna work. I coughed? I'm sorry. <laughs> also, thin walls at the Gaylord Opry, huh? Yikes. Gary, Indiana. What a wonderful name. Named for Albert Gary of judiciary fame. Gary, Indiana. As a Shakespeare would say, 
trips along softly on the tongue this way. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, let me say it once again. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, that's the town that knew me when. Now, if you'd like to have a logical explanation, how I happened on this elegant syncopation, I will say without a moment of hesitation, there is just one place that can light my face. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, not Louisiana, Paris, France, New York, or Rome, but Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. 